Kinda like Robin Hood. <laughs> Said we gonna be robbing in the hood. <laughs> Welcome back to Screen One Oh One. I'm Brennan and Sergio. Sure, I'm both. <laughs> I'm Alpha and Omega. Ooh, I am Legend. All right, I am. I'm Brennan, by the way, in case and, you were confused. And I'm Sergio. Oh, we know. Oh, you better. <laughs> All right, so Brennan, what brings us here today? Uh, well, we're here to talk about the fifth Leprechaun movie. But first, here's the ten word reviews of movies we watched in the past week. All right, Dark Phoenix. Um, it's man's hubris to think they can save the X-Men franchise. Nice. Um, mine is a great train fight fails to redeem an incoherent script. Yeah, originally it was better than Apocalypse. Dark Phoenix proves you can revive a dead franchise. But then I was like, they didn't prove that. No, they didn't. They, yeah, they didn't prove anything. They just made two shitty movies. Yeah. And it's true that it is better than Apocalypse. That is true. But it's not a safe but franchise. Like the plastic bag right right over there um, is better than X-Men Apocalypse. True, true. I love that bag, though. All right. So Hustlers, a popcorn flick with Oscar buzz a good time makes. <laughs> so many words in that one. Just in, in all kinds of orders. Uh, mine is one of the two best ensembles of the year. What's the other one? I was waiting for you to ask, Sergio. It's It Chapter 2. Okay. It did not redeem that movie, but it, it's a good ensemble. I was curious. What about Britney Runs a Marathon? I think like that's a really good ensemble. I don't know that I would call it an ensemble movie, though. Because it's all about Britney running that marathon? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, ensemble Runs a Marathon. <laughs> the sequel. I would love that. I would love it, too. Just about a bunch of uh, Broadway extras who decided to run a marathon. Yep. It'll yeah, and then we can finally get more action with the hot gay husband. Thank God. Okay, look. We need more Sound of off, Brennan. So there's this character named Seth. Spoiler alert, he's gay. Spoiler alert, he's married. Spoiler alert, he had some interesting relations with his uncle. That's a lie. Not according to him. Gross. Okay. This is not this is not the tone out. Go I, off, a, Brennan. A, a dark pall has been cast over this uh, conversation. But anyway, his husband is super hot, and he is a glorified extra because he keeps showing up in scenes where it's not like, oh, he's in the background and they're hugging. It's like he is sitting there at the table with our good friend Brittany, our okay friend Seth. Mm. I don't know a lot about him. But the husband's just there, just kind of staring, not talking to anyone, not getting his SAG card. Um, but then at one point, very late in the movie, he says three words and I'm like, okay, thank God you're going to get more money out of this, my friend. Yay. I mean, a lot of times with those roles, like they might've been meatier in like pre-production, but then they get cut out in post. Yeah. Um, Seth's husband's lament is going to be the first uh, scene in the deleted scenes on the Blu-ray. You never know. A bunch of people get cut out and stuff. It's yeah. just, it's sad. It's Hollywood. Yeah. I hate to say it. <laughs> Yeah, you, you do. You hate to see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Brennan, continue. Okay, well, we're here to talk about Leprechaun in the Hood. All right, we are, are we? You know what? I just found out that Leprechaun in the Hood is probably not the movie that, you know, 
You told the story about? Yeah, it's probably Leprechaun Return to the Hood. Back to the Hood. Whatever. T-H-A, Hood. Okay. It's it's despicable. (laughs) So I think that's the one that I saw. I felt like there wasn't as much swearing in this one. So this one was entirely new to you. Yeah. I'm excited to talk about it, but let's read the plot real quick. After a... Oh, my God. (laughs) I I can't even... Listen. After a long and golden dormancy... The Leprechaun is brought back to life by three bungling rap artists looking to launch their music career. Golden Dormancy? (laughs) Okay, hold on. Okay. When Butch, Postmaster P, and Stray Bullet, not the order I would have put them in. It's not the order of importance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Loot the local hip-hop mogul studio to fund their demo album. The threesome unwittingly ends up with the secret of Mac Daddy's success. Okay, they should have introduced that Mac Daddy was his name before... They reached this point in the sentence, but that's also fine. Okay, so the secret of his success, a magical flute. Their gigs instantly turn golden, but a bloodthirsty leprechaun and an angry Mac Daddy are hot on their trail. Just an angry, just one of the Mac Daddies is mad at them. Mm. Um, Leaving a wake of destruction tainted by politically incorrect limericks. Who the fuck wrote this? Politically incorrect limericks? Yeah. I guess they were like, look, we know this is problematic. problematic. Let's not... Don't come at us. We know it. What it is? Yeah. Is Leprechaun an incel? Why is he like worried about like I'm politically incorrect? I'm an equal opportunity offender. Mm. Actually, he is though. This movie is full of blisteringly horrible stereotypes. Yeah, I mean, I only can think of Mr. Chow. Was that his name? Ooh, it sure was. Yeah, the, uh, Chinese shopkeeper guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's not good. Yeah, um, what other kind of politically incorrect things did you pick up on? Oh, um, the uh, trans woman character who takes in the boys at one point, who basically they... Clothes and shelters them like a good Christian. Yeah, she's basically the best. And also, she's really funny. She's the funniest part, of, like the funniest actor in this movie. She's giving the best performance. Mm-hmm. Um because there's a part where the the guys are like running away from someone yelling at them for playing their music too loud and she's like defend my honor <laughs> she like chases after them yeah um but so at first i was like oh they're doing okay they're comfortable like being in this person's apartment and they're comfortable talking to this person but then there's a, in the part where the leprechaun is killing her they think it's uh a man having sex with her and they like start to almost throw up and then they're like Mr. Freak Boy over here, and like, oh no, we ruined all of this. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I don't know what they say, but it's horrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, yes. That's correct. Um, and then I imagine there are other things that I'm forgetting, but I just, uh, hmm. yeah. I think those are the two biggest ones. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's go ahead. slightly better with its African American characters, but that's because. They are the leads and therefore have like, you know, purpose Yeah. for the movie. And they're not just like throwaway gags. Mm-hmm. Although their names could be better. I found their names to be boring. <laughs> you didn't like Postmaster P Actually, delivering his message of positivity? I loved that idea. That was great. That was so funny. And then everybody being like, that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. And I get the arc of um, his character is to learn that that is dumb, which I... You know what, like, I'm with Postmaster P and his message of positivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not with his terrible rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, the, well, this movie's a musical. I think we should establish that. I guess it is. 
Wasn't that one of the genres that you saw listed on IMDb? Oh, yeah. Um, I don't have my phone with me right now, but it was something like action, horror, fantasy, comedy, music. Mm. And no one can deny that there was not music. You're right. There is actually a large amount of music, mostly terrible. Although we just watched from Justin to Kelly. Which music is worse, would you say? This one. Yes, I agree. Because this one they didn't have fun choreographed numbers. That's very true. Except the one at the end. Oh, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Because yeah. the best rapper in this movie is Warwick Davis. But we'll move on. <laughs> no, actually, Stray Bullet, that character, has a good rap that's actually fast at one point. But anything Postmaster P does is like a Wendy's corporate video. Like, it's really slow. Like, literally, Lisa Kudrow has a better rap in Marcy X, hmm. another racially questionable movie. <laughs> I don't remember the characters enough to say which one has good rapping skills. Just on a whole, the music was bad and really, like, repetitive. But we'll get oh to my that God. later. Well, the, the finale of Postma Postmaster P's, like, final big performance after he makes it big it's literally four lines that he repeats five times. It's exhausting. All right. So, Brennan, let's yes. start reviewing this movie because we're just... We're, we're, just we're No, I, look, this is Brennan and Sergio for Rolling Stone reporting in on the concerts in these in this movie. Okay. So, we keep going? Uh, sure. We rate everything on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. And so, what's our first category? Uh, scariness. Okay. Um, okay. So, I've really taken Postmaster P's message of positivity to heart. Um, five out of five. You were scared? No, I'm just trying to be positive okay. about this terrible movie. I mean, I thought like you could be positive and be like, it's a one. You yeah, know? it's a one. Just I'm positive it. that it's a one. Yeah, just be, you know, very like happy about it. It's a one. It did everything it could to earn this one. And I, for one, am proud of them and all of their accomplishments. Oh, I, okay, good. Um, here's, here's what I would say. It's scary how hot the lead characters are. Oh, yeah. Those two dudes are hot. Yeah. Cause and then even the third one. The third one's hot too, but like he doesn't take his shirt off, so you yeah. don't get to really explore that. Yeah. Like, let's explore that. Um, I would love to. Um did he ever lose his virginity? Not in this movie. Oh, that's unfortunate. Cause they made a whole plot point about that, which I assumed he was gonna did you assume like I assumed that he was gonna lose his virginity to our friend, the dearly leprechaun? departed. Not the leprechaun. Oh. To Oh the uh the the woman? The trans character, yeah. Oh. No. Oh, I thought that was going to happen. Frankly, I forgot about that line <laughs> that he was a virgin oh. because they kept bringing it up multiple times. Be like, oh, yeah, because the, the character's blind grandmother. Also, yeah, the movie Ableist. Also, we can add that to the list of the long list of things that it has problems with. Mm -hmm. um, but she's like, he's still a virgin, which is actually kind of, you know, it's funny that it's grandma would know. Color, yeah, it is semi funny. It's a good delivery. Yeah. Families know that kind of stuff. It's scary. But she's not related to him. <laughs> but she's like family. She's eaten. He's probably eaten at her table before. He has. She made the food that uh, they all like. Yeah, it was the soup. Soup with hot sauce. Yeah, lots and lots. My of favorite recipe. You just know it's Tabasco. Um. Anyways, I'm just imagining like chicken noodle soup with a bunch of tapatio in it. <laughs> okay. Um. So my scariness score is also a one. I don't know if I said that and if I'm repeating myself. You at least heavily implied that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Nothing was frightening about this movie. Nothing was scary. Nothing was spooky. I'm just saying adjectives. There were no werewolf bar mitzvahs <laughs> whatsoever. Scary. Um, so how about campiness? Four. 
I can't disagree with you. I wrote down three, but I don't know why I did that. I'll agree with you. Yeah, the movie is definitely camp heavy. It's not as campy as Leprechaun in Space, but it's very campy. It's less boring than Leprechaun in Space, if that helps. That too. Yeah, I think the fact that there's... Are you okay? You keep like tapping your chair and I can hear it on the microphone. Oh. I think the fact that we had like just three leads and, you know, some other characters as well uh, helped to really give the plot some more structure. Uh, I was less yeah. confused as to what was happening. And also, I mean, like the story, I mean, Leprechaun in Space, it didn't suffer because it was set in space. It, su- it suffered because there was just really... It's like, a deeply shitty movie, on. yeah. Yeah. So... So yeah, um, yeah. I will say, uh, as a whole, this story is structured and mostly coherent, and it's actually, I think it would be pretty easy to completely remove the leprechaun from this story. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like more like a you know, trying to find success in the music business and get yourself out of poverty type mm-hmm. story than it is a leprechaun murder story, mm-hmm. which is strange. Not a choice you would think that the Leprechaun franchise would make five films in, but it's different. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I wish the characters were better. Yeah. Um. One thing you can say about the kills was that they were also boring too. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot going on there. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I will say. Look, if you completely take out the Leprechaun and just polish the script a couple dozen times, like this could be a good like John Singleton movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so campiness. Um, Coolio shows up for two seconds, doesn't say anything. That's something. Yeah. I mean, they got Coolio, though. Yeah. I mean, Ice T is in this movie, so I imagine. Yes. Ice T from Law and Order fame. Yes. <laughs> and Ice T fame. Yeah. Well, and he was in, was he was in Friday, right? That's Ice Cube. Oh, I, f- I forget which Ice. Uh, which rap artist is which sometimes? Which like form of water is in the is in the is in the is in the movie? Yes, sure. Well, I mean, because like they're both the same is a liquid water, yeah. and ice cube oh. is a solid. I guess so, but in a way, isn't which the states? ice in the iced tea also still a solid? Sure. Okay. Um, you just made me dizzy with having to picture that. <laughs> no worries. Um, I'm not worried. Were you worried? Oh my god. Every time. You hate that phrase so much. So much. I had no reason to be in here. Okay, whatever. So <laughs> there's a really crazy cartoonish bit where um, it's it the, in the like prologue set in the 70s um, that sets up the kind of rules for this version of the Leprechaun, mm-hmm. where it's basically the same as Leprechaun 3, where it has a medallion. And if you remove the medallion from the statue of the Leprechaun, the statue turns into the Leprechaun. Um, so we're learning all this while Ice-T is like raiding the Leprechaun's lair. And it's set in the 70s, so Ice-T has this giant afro. And at one point when he's fighting the Leprechaun, he pulls an entire baseball bat out of his hair. Yeah, that was funny. I liked the opening bit quite a bit. Yeah, that was definitely, it was fun. Um, there's also, oh, there was also a fun cartoony bit where um, they were talking to each other in a row, the three leads. So they're turning to each other going like, right, right, right. And then the leprechauns, the fourth person says, right. And they all scream and run away. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's good. That's Three Stooges level comedy right there. Oh yeah, it was, there's, there were some fun bits here. Mm-hmm. Um, what was also funny that I enjoyed that Brennan has not brought up? Hmm. 
I liked the choreographer dancers with the green eyes oh, and the nice bodies. His zombie fly girls. Yeah. Um, I liked how they needed to smoke really good weed with like four leaf clovers in it in and order for them to like break the spell. Yep. Because it, it, it counteracts leprechaun magic. Who knew? Obviously. I was under the impression that the like leprechaun would have to smoke it in order to be free of, uh, or in order for them to be free of him, but... Yeah, yeah, they like they hooked up this whole leprechaun uh marijuana cigarette. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought they were just going to go it's straight called a to joint, Brennan. I know I wanted to say it all boring. Okay. Um but I th- thought that I assumed they were just going to go directly to the leprechaun, but they went to the zombie fly girls first and I was mm-hmm. like, I didn't know they were even part of this plan. <laughs> yeah, I I did not see them having really any major role, but I was happy that, you know, they they exposed him in some way. I guess so. Oh. Um it was also funny. I can tell you something that was not funny. It was not funny. Most of the leprechaun's quips in this movie. Um, there's a part where he there's like a ring on Ice T's finger, and Leprechaun's gonna like bite it off. So he goes knock knock, and then Ice T's like, "Who's there? Gold, gold who? Gold finger!" And then he like bites off the finger, and I'm like, mm-hmm. "We didn't have to do this, Leprechaun. Yeah, you could have just bitten that thing off." They were more forgettable, but did we? Re- did you reveal your campaign score? I just agreed with you that it was four. Okay. Um, sorry, that took me. It took me. I got I got lost in the in the sauce. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the leprechaun is uh he's doing some stuff, Brennan. He sure he's is. He's singing at the end. He's dancing at the end. Oh, you wanted to talk about Lep in the Hood come yeah. to do no good. Yeah, and it was so good. I Sh- loved it. Really, Warwick Davis is. The second best rapper in this movie, and they're well. No, okay, no, Ice T. Never mind. I was trying to make like a fun. Ice T doesn't rap in this movie, though. You're right. Of pe- of the people who rap in this movie, Warwick Davis is in the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he... and it's awful. It's off. It's actively offbeat towards the end. And I'm like, how did nobody fix this? You know what? I don't think that was the point. The point was to make a movie that people were gonna enjoy. And I think if you if you only watch that scene. You enjoy this movie. Oh, and yeah. It has so much energy. He's having so much fun. Yeah. Because, like, when else is he going to be able to do that? To dance in a bar with these blonde women all around him? Yeah, Professor Flitwick's not going to do that. Mm-hmm. The, the dancing ladies. Wicked the Ewok has no interest in the rap sphere. So so I loved that part of the movie. That truly was the camp on touch on the campy cherry on top of the campy Sunday. Oh, my God. What? You sound so high. <laughs> I know I do. It's because I'm so sleepy. I'm sorry. Um, I'm completely sober. Yeah. No, I know you are, which is why I'm so shocked by the qualities you are exhibiting right now. Um, what's your effects score? Um, my effects score. Two? Yeah, me too. What was, what was good about it? Like, the girls had green eyes. Like, that was cool. Um, um, at one point, you see the leprechaun, like, turn into stone. When he gets a good chain, like that was also cool. But well, and there's a part where he punches through the Reverend guy's chest, which mm-hmm. was kind of neat. You can see his hand bursting through all this like pulpy, fleshy matter, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good effect. Yeah, and the makeup was good too. Like, uh, do you remember Johnny D or something? Wasn't it Johnny D? And he was in love with like Caroline C or something or Johnny oh, C. Oh, Jackie D and Jackie C. Yes, there you Jackie go, D Jackie. is the guy who runs the pawn shop, and Jackie C is, I think, Stray Bullet's mom. But that is established way after she appears. It's strange. Yeah, it was really odd because the grandma was the one that said that, right? Yeah, it was very confusing because I think 
in that scene where the leprechaun is taking on Jackie C's image to seduce and kill Jackie D, that's first of all, I believe, when we learn that Jackie D's name is Jackie D. And in that scene we, is the first scene we learn that Jackie C exists at all. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's the first time we learn his name, uh, but I do think it's the first time we learn of her existence as a character. Oh, at for all. sure. And I mean, like, it's kind of funny, right? You know, Jackie D and Jackie C. Um, I was assuming that this bit would have more legs and that there would be a Jackie B and a Jackie A. And then and we get to Jackie O. Yeah. And we would meet them all in just due time. And the leprechaun know? makes the magic bullet. Yeah. Um, but is, is that really crass? I don't get it. Jackie Onassis, the first lady of the United States. Oh, see. Okay. That's, f- that's fine. But that would have to be Jacqueline Kennedy for that to work. She didn't get the O. Oh, you're you're right. That was the flaw in um, this terrible joke that I have made. Yeah. See, I thought me being high, apparently, the way that I am, uh, I thought that when you said Jackie O, you were meaning Jackie Brown. I mean, if Pam Greer was in this movie, it would be a five out of five. It would be so much better. I'll tell you what. Yeah. She could play Postmaster P. (laughs) She could play them all. Yeah. She she could do it all. (laughs) Um, So. So where was I? Who even knows? Yeah, whatever. Whatever dumb point oh, I was talking about making. Jackie C. Yeah. Um, but she was just introduced out of nowhere, and like it was enjoyable, um, but I liked her makeup. That was a good effect for oh, me. Oh, sure. Um, I say there, there, there is a fun kill in the 70s sequence. A guy gets stabbed in the throat with his Afro pick, yeah. which is kind of like I, I like a kill with a unique weapon, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's the only time that has happened. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, there's, it's kind of bland. Like literally, the leprechaun strangles someone. It's like you have magic, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you wasting your time? Yeah, tear them to shreds. Uh, anyway, um, what's your overall quality score? I want to say three because I would rewatch this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's not quite there. Um, but I'm gonna say a three anyways. Okay, I'll be generous. And I don't disagree with you, but I'm giving it a strong two. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm feeling more like, if I'm being honest, because uh, like I really liked the energy that the cast gave. Uh-huh. Um, and then the story, like, you know, like you mentioned, just three friends trying to make it to Vegas to like kick off their rap career. Like, mm. that's funny. And it's like warm. And I feel like I've seen that plot before. Um, oh, you certainly have. And like, yeah. Glitter. Like <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it just doesn't really work in this movie, unfortunately, even though everyone's giving it their all. Yeah. It's just, it's probably the best constructed Leprechaun movie from a narrative standpoint. Um, but also, like I said, you could completely lift a Leprechaun out of it and not have a movie that's that different. Mm -hmm. And I think these movies are at their best when they let Warwick Davis have a lot to do and have a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I don't know. There's also the the ce- the raps are repetitive and the scenes are repetitive. Mm-hmm. We get to see Postmaster P learn about the magic of the hypnotic flute in about four separate scenes where he plays it and people stare at him in a trance. And like, really, we can pick this up. I we get it. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it could have been a more I- more interesting as a horror film if it really dug into the idea of how his message of positivity is kind of being dragged through the mud by the violence of the quote unquote hood mm-hmm. um, and how that changes him. But this movie is not interested in the psychological interiority of Postmaster P. 
No, unfortunately for him. Um, but and I will. S- <laughs> yeah, but I will say, um, it does make narrative sense. It is within continuity that they suck as rappers, um, because the only thing that makes them famous is that they've hypnotized their audiences into liking their music. <laughs> yeah, that flute thing was new, right? That was new. That's not showed up before. Okay, that was also weird. I hate when they make the universe just unnecessarily complicated. Because, you know, they're going to abandon that plot point for the next one. Say what? Like, we never got any explanation of why the leprechaun was in space. I mean, who needs... He's magic. Whatever. Um, He comes from the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's a place where he learned his thing. From the Emerald Isle to his place in the hood, he's a man of green. Come to do no good. Lep in the hood. Come to do no good. I don't know why, but I found the phrase "lep in the hood" just to not be good. Like I assume <laughs> he's here to do no good, so he accomplished that goal. I don't know why, but I assumed it was short for leper, and so I was like, <laughs> "Are these people bringing back hatred of the lepers?" <laughs> a true concern <laughs> from a concerned citizen. Thank you for this <laughs> message. Of- peace <laughs> i just worry for the lepers they have been stigmatized too often and mm-hmm. what for what for indeed i don't know this what to do with going this on too yeah long. i don't know what's happening um, it wasn't meant to be a bit by the way i did feel bad for lepers as sh- as you should <laughs> continue brennan so what 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 do we recommend the next movie to the people what's happening okay you've done this podcast for years at this point and i don't know why you continue to not know what we do at the end of the show i'm mostly tuned out by this point yeah clearly okay uh well while everyone's tuned out here's how you can get in contact with the show you can find us on twitter at scream 101 pod you can email us at scream 101 podcast at gmail.com find us on apple podcasts subscribe rate and review give us five stars thanks for listening be nice this episode was kind of off because i'm really sleepy but be nice Yes, please. I guess. I mean, you know, you could just imagine you're rating us on a scale of sleepiness um, because people always comment about your yawns anyway. Um, I don't think we got any yawns this episode. I'm fairly certain I've yawned. I had to. My eyes are like half open right now. The weird thing is, I think my brain has a filter set so that every time you yawn, it just ignores it. I have that too, except it's just when you talk. Yep, exactly. Burn! Um, that's not a burn. I know it's true. Because literally, we were watching uh, From Game Justin to Kelly. And when the credits um, showed up, I was like, oh, Anika Nani Rose is in this movie. And then when Anika Nani Rose showed up, I was like, oh, that's Anika Nani Rose. And then you looked up half an hour later, and you're like, is that Anika Nani Rose? And I'm like, bitch, I told you. <laughs> that's true. I can confirm that that happened. <laughs> but see, that made sense because I was not sober in that moment. That's true. And yet you're sober in this one, and you're still not listening. I'm listening. So what is the truth, Sergio? I'm listening. Okay. Thank you. Our theme song is A Beat for You by Pseudo Echo. Um, Here's what we're watching next week. All of this just because I said be nice. (laughs) And I got real mean. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I am the one who truly doesn't listen. Yeah, Brennan. Continue. Next week, what's happening? Uh, Next week we're watching. Shaking, my man. We're shaking up with Anaconda 3, Offspring. I thought we finished those movies. <laughs> no, we have three more. <laughs> uh, no, I assumed they ended when I knew the French, when the last one I had seen ended. I know, but then they slunk away to video, 
and then sci-fi. sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. Damn them. Um, so we have two. I'll write a letter to them. Two more Anaconda solo movies before we hit up Lake Placid versus Anaconda. Uh, and that's going to be in the beginning of November. So we're kind of going to be blasting through these last couple Anaconda ones. The true, you know, spooky season full of snakes. I'm truly excited for this Halloween. Brandon, what you got going on this year? This year for Halloween? Yeah. Well, every year, y- as you know, you and I do a double feature of movies. Although recently it's been a single feature because we've had less time. Yeah. Um, but you pick a movie and I pick a movie. Um Usually your movie choices are completely insane, but also better than my choices. You know what? I just, I know. Yeah, you do. Like um, one year early on, um, Sergio picked the movie Sleeping with the Enemy starring Julia Roberts. And I was like, this is not a horror movie. It's a thriller, so I'll allow it. But it's really not Halloween-y. But then we watched it and I was like, you know what? This movie has so many slasher elements to it that I really appreciated it. You're welcome. I, I just, I know movies. I know films. You I really do. I cinema. Know, I know cinema. You do. Um, anyway, let's make our guesses for our next slice of cinema, which is going to be Leprechaun Back to the Hood. When I we predict that this will be the friend. one that I originally knew, that okay. I originally saw years ago, and had that whole anecdote that was beautiful and that I shared with our listeners uh-huh. that was wasted on this movie. <laughs> do you remember? Because you never watched that entire movie, though, right? I feel like I had gone beyond the opening scene before my neighbor's father made me turn it off. Um, but I don't think I completed it. Or if I did, it would have been in my Sergio ways where I was probably like, oh, doing something in the corner and also watching this movie. Yeah, you might not have had texting yet, but you would have been like dreaming up, like you inventing texting. <laughs> Just imagine what a demon would do in a corner, Brennan. And that could probably be what I was doing in a corner. Fair enough. That's strange okay so um yeah i'm glad we can come full circle for you on that movie and until next week good luck on your journey stay gold everybody Bye. bye this episode was brought to you by pod people productions to find more episodes of this show and others please visit podpeople.me it's podcasts for the weird at heart